Welcome, you're now in a good place. This is the Rainmakers Podcast with your host, Cheryl Alcorn. Well, the question that I have been asked is how do we reach those that don't know Jesus? I, this is what I do, okay, because I, this is how I am. And, you know, and I'm not saying I was always this way, but I've learned to understand what my purpose in life is with Christ. And so everything I do is intentional. It really is. And so when I go to church on Sunday, I'm fully prepared. But then what I do is I ask God to show me the one that doesn't know you. Because that's what Jesus did. And a long time ago, there was that WWJD, what would Jesus do? You know what? That's exactly what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to say, we're supposed to ask God, Lord, you know, show me that one today that doesn't know you. And even if they do look like they know you, make sure that you know for sure. Because if God has put you in front of that person, then there's a reason why. And I can tell you every single time I've had a situation, there was always... The end result was there was a prayer, there was a healing, you know, there was something that came together. And that's why we come together in the body of Christ. And I like what it says in 1 John uh, 1, 7, it says, if we walk in the light as he is the light, that we will have fellowship with one another. Okay, did you get that? Fellowship. Fellowship is this. Fellowship is finding people to talk to but it's not always the people you know, it's the people that you don't know. Find someone you don't know and have fellowship with them. It might just be a very brief conversation, but it's important that we take that time because you might be the only one that does that. You might be the only one that reached out to that person. I don't know if this is true, but possibility if that person comes in and no one embraces them, they may not come back because they're looking for a place to feel comfortable. They're looking for a place to feel safe. They're looking for a place to belong. And that's what I believe the world is looking for. But we're looking at things that we believe will satisfy it, but those are temporary things. You know, there's temporary pleasures in life, but those aren't the fulfillment of the eternal things that we need. So we need to be ready to share we need to be ready to pray. We need to be ready to lead people to the Lord. I don't know. It could have been um, yesterday. I was able to pray with a family, and I, I'm pretty sure there were uh, 11 people that accepted the Lord. They all prayed. I don't know if they were all not saved before, but 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 the thing is, you know, when we go, we need to be prepared to bring them to the Lord. Because we don't know when God is going to complete their plan. See? See how I said that? God's going to complete their plan. Philippians 1, 6, Be confident that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God will complete the plan. God will. Not no sickness, disease. Not no diagnosis. Okay? Not what somebody said. Even to the point, and right now I believe there are people right now that are still holding. They're still holding. I guess it's called a grudge. You want to call it a grudge or they feel like they've been betrayed. And God is saying to you, let go. Let go and let God heal you. 
because in that position, the Bible says that God cannot hear your prayer. Unforgiveness, he cannot hear your prayer. And it's not just about you, it's about your legacy, it's about your family, it's about the ones that you love. You want to be an open vessel for the Lord so that the Lord can flow through you even when you don't always agree with your loved ones. It's like they say, agree to disagree. You ask God to give you another way to approach that situation because it is our goal to set the example. It's all about example. I, all I can tell you is this, that, is that you need to get with God and ask him to help you to know exactly what to do every day. And if you submit to the Lord, and it doesn't take, you know, an hour in prayer for God to tell you what to do. God is always talking. We need to just get in that place and listen, okay? And he'll download that for you. I do believe that if you get in worship, worship is just an amazing place to be in. When I was at home yesterday, I put the worship on from my church, and no joke, I wrote a bunch of stuff. As I was worshiping the Lord, God was giving me my download. Sometimes we think, well, how's God going to talk to me? He's going to talk to you where you put yourself still before the Lord, and then he's going to show you what to do. You may need to be praying more for your family, maybe more like uh, the Lord was having me pray for children that have left their home. A lot of kids run away. I talk to them all the time, so I know. But we need to know how to pray for our children. I was at a church many years ago over in a city close to where I live. And this church was actually built in a cul-de-sac. In, in a cul-de-sac, there was a little church and there was houses. And this uh, young man that I knew had invited me to come and speak to the youth of that church. And I thought, wow, this is a privilege. So I went over there, it was on a Friday night, and I went over there to preach. Now I knew that the folks in there, the parents, a lot of them were Spanish speaking only, so I needed an interpreter to preach for me while I spoke in English. So I was just so like, Lord, help me to know what to say. I don't know these people, they don't know me. Well, that morning when I woke up, I remember I was just sort of thinking about this whole thing about, Lord, I'm gonna go over there, how am I gonna, be an example to these people. How am I going to speak to these people? I don't know them. They don't know me. And the Lord said, do you hear what they're saying? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? What do I hear what they're saying? He said, I'm telling you what they're saying right now. I'm going to tell you what the people over in that church are saying. I said, what are they saying? He said this, they're praying, God do something. They got their ch children out on the streets, not coming home. They got their children getting trouble with the law. They got their children that don't want to go to school. And they're saying, God, do something. No joke. So I go over there that night. And the minute I get up to the pulpit, I put my head down to pray. I couldn't lift my head the whole time. I was praying so hard for this church. And the interpreter was praying right after me. And I'm not kidding you. Those parents, they were crying out to God because they heard the very thing come out of my mouth that they were praying. That they were praying and they knew God had heard their prayer. I tell you what is the most beautiful moment I've ever had. 
But we have to ask God, what do we do? Who do we talk to? He wants his children to be saved. He wants, in John 17, Jesus said, I know the ones that you have chosen, Lord. We need to be that person that goes and finds the people that need Jesus. So I hope that, that you got some of that, and I just pray in Jesus' name that it will be a conviction in your heart to do it every single day. Amen. Thank you.